0: Interesting episode today. A couple of our uh, C-suite is unavailable. In fact, all of them except for me. So this is a car solo episode. Bird is currently working on his sixteenth pound of flounder to be reeled in. Uh, Paz got caught up in some family obligations, and Aaron is hopefully high up on a building, looking down and thinking hard about some things. So uh, this one's just going to be me, and I'm going to take us through. Some news items, it could be 10 minutes, it could be an hour, it could be five hours. I don't really know where this one's going, but I am going to start out. I have no idea how to work any of these Zencaster tools, so I'm looking at all of our uh, intros and outros that are here able to be played, but I, but I don't know how to play them. So um, I'm just going to hop into the Wilder West segment here because there's a couple different items and they're they're unrelated, uh, but both kind of fall under the umbrella of my Wilder West Theory. Many of you may have seen on Twitter or in other news outlets this ongoing spat between Joe Rogan uh, and Dr. Peter Hotez regarding the uh, COVID vaccines. I think specifically the mRNA vaccines, um, and then RFK Jr. Uh, the some are hailing him as the Ron Paul of the Democratic Party. Um, uh, I guess because of his. Um, <laughs> True or or perceived to be true uh, 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 statements, or, or maybe they 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 feel that they're very heartfelt. I'm I'm very up in the air on it. I think the narrative around him or the narrative that he's creating is useful. Um, I don't you know I don't really know if I am ready to trust Kennedy on, Kennedy on much of anything. But um, I, I think there is some similarity to to Ron Paul in the way that they deliver the message. In that they're not very eloquent. It seems very heartfelt, and a lot of it you know frankly probably rings a little bit true. Um, so, uh, my understanding of the situation is that this doctor came on to Joe Rogan to talk about the vaccines, you know, some, some months ago. And I think I've seen clips from, from that episode and Joe Rogan was kind of razzing him a little bit saying, you know, you know, how can you sit here? He's, you know, he's not particularly in great shape and, uh, he's like, how can you sit here and tell me what to do, basically what to do with my body? What, need? what I need to put in my body when I, when, when my, basically my life, uh, revolves around health, like, you know, you know, you sitting across the table who doesn't exercise, doesn't, you know, consume multivitamins, uh, doesn't uh, eat healthy, this and that. How can you sit there and say, well, you, uh, Joe Rogan must take this vaccine in order to be healthy. And I think he brings up a fair point. I mean, I know that those, those two ideas aren't necessarily mutually exclusive. If you wanted to take the side of vaccine advocates saying, well yeah, you know, you need to keep your body healthy too, but this also specifically targets a, a an infectious disease. I mean, you know, I I don't I don't necessarily buy that, but that's a, you know, being charitable to the other side. Um I think that's what Dr. Peter Hotes would say, but uh, from a 30,000 foot view, I think Joe Rogan has a really good point, you know, when when 2 years ago the, the heat was being cranked up on people to take a vaccine that was very new. Um, and they were making all sorts of outlandish claims about it that were very obviously false on their, on their face. I mean, hundred percent, how are you gonna make a vaccine in a few months? That's a hundred percent effective is crazy. Uh, uh, so anyway, the, this Twitter spat erupted between Joe Rogan and Dr. Peter Hotez. Um, you know, Joe Rogan's ba- basically, I don't know who started it. I can't remember who started it, but I think, um, I think it might've been the doctor, but, uh, Joe Rogan issued an invite, and it, it was a pretty—I um, would say it was more of a challenge than an invite. Challenged Dr. Peter Hotez to come on uh, to his show and debate RFK Jr. You may recall recently RFK went on to Joe Rogan, and they did a three or four-hour episode. I, I listened to it again. I don't know if I, I, I take him at his word on everything, but it was—it was certainly an interesting episode. Um, and I think there's—I think it's worth a listen if you're—you um, know—if you're at all—if uh, you can tolerate. Joe Rogan I know there's some people out there that don't really like the guy but um I tend to like him. Uh I thought it was I thought it was a great episode. I really like the long form episode or uh format of of Rogan and there's just not a lot of people doing it that way anymore. So uh just the overall format I think is really conducive to a lot more information uh being investigated or or talked about. So he issues this uh challenge to Peter Hotez to come on to debate RFK about the vaccines and uh the doctor will, will basically is not being pinned down you know he's, he's like oh i'll come on or i can talk to you on the phone or whatever to answer your questions but he's not going to commit to coming on to debate rfk classically saying well this will give grounds to or give credence to conspiracy theorists and and disinformation agents and, and and all the all the things that we typically hear um but then it ratcheted up because a couple of Rather big names. I think Elon Musk was in there, um, hopped in to. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. So Joe Rogan said, "I will, I will give $100,000 to a charity of your choosing if you do. If you come on to this, if you come on and talk to RFK for as long as you want, and I will, and I will moderate or host or uh, organize this interaction." Well, uh, a number of big names, and I think, and and again, I think Elon Musk was one, came in and started kicking more and more money. In. And, you know, re-quote tweeting Rogan and, and saying, add another 100000 add another 100000 And the last I checked a, a day or two ago, I haven't been keeping super close track of it because I kind of know how this is going to end. Um, but I think it was up to like one and a half million or two million. Um, and th- and those are only the big names. I mean, I saw other people chiming in saying, hey, I'd give 20 bucks. I'd give 30 bucks. I don't know how you're going to organize that. But in any case, the, the the underlying point is there's a lot of interest in this. So we we now have... A, a, a podcaster with a huge audience, all, bigger than any mass media outlet out there that is bullying. And a, a, what I would say is an agent of at least the pharmaceutical complex, if not the entire state um, into coming on and defending his statements and actions over the last few years um, to admittedly another politician. Uh, but it is, it is an interesting state of affairs where um, just as an example of this new era that we're in where this is happening entirely outside of the, the scope of, of legacy media. This is being entirely uh, organized and publicized on, um, you know, a s- social media network um, and then would be hosted on <laughs> Joe Rogan show. And he's obviously not a part of the mass media is not under uh, the FCC. So um, we're, Really interesting development. I'm going to keep track of this as part of my Wilder West segment. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine <laughs> that Peter Hotez is going to want to come on, <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe with some sufficient restrictions or, or uh, ground rules, he would be willing to. I do think for what it's worth, I think RFK would give him a fair share. I don't think RFK is the type of person that is going to um, personally attack the guy or make it, Unnecessarily difficult for him, but I do think he will hold his heat, uh, feet to the fire from from everything that I've seen. And and, and again, my understanding is that RFK is a, a trial attorney of some sort or, or works in in that arena in some capacity. So I think he has no uh, qualms with with saying the things that that need to be said in, in this area. And then also he, he probably has a lot to gain personally from doing so. So um, you know, not to say that he's doing this altruistically. So uh, which is good you know, which is good, which means that he would probably be more motivated to go through with it. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Um, Tucker, I got to bring up Tucker since Birdo is is fishing. So uh, Tucker is on his fifth episode of, of episodes that he's publishing straight to Twitter. This is, th- this is kind of confusing me because I'm not really sure what he's ultimately going for here. He seems to be producing the episodes that somewhat irregularly. I, and maybe I'm wrong on that, but I, I don't think that it's, it's not like been daily. Um, they're 12, 13 minutes, which maybe that maybe, maybe that is, you know, a, a new niche, you know, a quick, quick hit news, uh, video that, that people can consume rather quick, you know, quickly, I guess maybe on a, on a commute. Um, but uh i am curious to see where he goes with that and, and and if he tries to make the show a little bit more like his old show or if he's going for something completely different um right now it looks fairly low budget um so and and i'm sure he has money to work with or could raise it so th- it's interesting i th- i just i think that he could do as a as a um like as a creator i think he could do a lot more so i'm i'm wondering if he's going to do that or if this is the final installation of what that quote unquote news program is going to be. Um, I am releasing a signal episode probably Friday and, uh, and I'm going to go into a lot more detail on this. For those of you that are interested in this, I know a lot of you aren't, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time, but I, I do feel like I need to mention it because I do th- feel like it's pretty big, especially as it pertains to the wilder West segment. Um, there's been a lot of really really big moves, and a lot of them are, I'm just guessing are big by observing what has been shown to the public, but I think it's probably bigger behind the scenes. Um, this is in the Bitcoin sphere, and and more specifically, the mesh point between Bitcoin and TradFi and the state and banking. Um, Coinbase and Binance, who are two big Bitcoin and cryptocurrency exchanges uh, have been under fire just recently in the last week or two by the SEC uh, for selling unregistered securities, among some other complaints that the SEC has, but probably enough to shut them down if they really wanted to. But um, this is especially bizarre in the case of Coinbase because they allowed Coinbase to IPO and to become a publicly traded company like two years ago, I think 2019 or 2020 um so the same regulatory body that allowed coinbase to go from private to public within the you know the united states is now saying well you guys are selling unregistered securities it's like what well, well <laughs> how, yeah I, well obviously they are um but how did you not know that in 2019 or what changed so it's it's just kind of a strange move at the same time and this is this is being this is being uh, presided over by the sec which is headed by gary gensler and At the same time, Congress is trying to pass through a bill to get rid of Gary Gensler and kind of clean up the SEC because whatever I think or you think of the SEC, at the end of the day, it looks really foolish when they're so, so obviously going out of their way not to do their job. And, and, you know, if you think about it like this, like allowing Coinbase to IPO and then which basically means... Anybody, any retail guy can go invest their money in it, and then you shut them down for selling unregistered securities. Doing the same thing they were doing when you let them IPO. You've now hoodwinked all of those retail investors that you purportedly were trying to to save from this exact thing. So you're you're like, I mean, I don't have to tell anybody that the SEC is is. Uh, an incredibly corrupt uh, institution, but this one, but this sort of thing is even, even more far afield than the typical behavior and, and, and certainly something that's going to raise some eyebrows. So um, I can see why the Congress is trying to get rid of him. Um, because again, you want to, if you're looking at this from the vantage point of Congress, you want to save the SEC because you needed to use it to, you know, exploit your, you know, to exert your will on, on the people and you can't have it be Look like such a clown show on on its face. Um, So this all comes at the same time as BlackRock, the largest institutional wealth management company, um, is filing for a let's call it a spot ETF Uh, for Bitcoin. It's technically a little bit different, but I think in it it would act in much of the same way. And 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 how this is going to be different from the 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 ETFs that already exist, like the Grayscale Bitcoin. Fund, um, and I think there's one other one is that they would the 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 company, so BlackRock in this instance would need to physically hold all of the underlying Bitcoin for which they're selling paper. Um, so they, it would theoretically create a lot of demand for Bitcoin if there was demand for the ETF. And you know, I, I think that it's not entirely. Um, I, I think it's pretty fair to say that there is a lot of demand for Bitcoin in the United States from people who want exposure to the price action and are don't understand exactly why. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that's a, it's a fairly big move and it's also a big move because the spot ETF has been rejected so many times by the SEC before. Um, so why did it happen now? Why, why is BlackRock who apparently is, that's nearly a thousand on getting ETFs approved. Um, why if they filed, if they don't, I, you know, supposedly you would think they wouldn't file unless they they thought they were going to get it across the finish line. So why, you know, who, w- what has changed behind the scenes here that they're, that they're doing it. There's also rumors that Fidelity, which I think is the third or fourth biggest asset manager in the world um, is, is also going to file for a spot ETF. So um, I just don't think these companies would be filing if they didn't think they could push it across the finish line. You could say that all the, all the other companies that have filed before you know, well, they wouldn't file unless they thought it, they could push it across the finish line. But but clearly, B- BlackRock's track record is such that they, they get what they want. So, apparently, I would think they think they can get what they want. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Um, hasn't happened before, and so it'll be interesting to see if it does happen. All of this is happening. Again, I just saw this on Twitter. These Apparently, the Silk Road coins are on the move. Um, these were the coins confiscated uh, from the Silk Road uh, you know, during the Ross Ulbricht trial and, and that whole thing. Uh, I think there's about 1,500 coins, might be more than that, uh, that are still in government custody. And apparently they just moved. And speculation is that they moved to an exchange. So who knows? Who knows what's going on here? But uh, a lot of stuff in the last week or two has happened in this Bitcoin at and TradFi and mesh point between TradFi and Bitcoin space that I think is worth paying attention to because it's, um, I don't know, things could move pretty fast. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Let's get to some migratory bird news. Um, Dune sent me some uh, some interesting articles. Let's go to a little bit of a boondoggle. Songbirds, shorebirds, and other migratory birds to benefit from more than $24 million in funding throughout the Americas. This one caught my eye because apparently the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is sending $24 million up and down the Central and South American uh, uh, continent to shore up bird species, migratory bird species. Um, They make the claim we've lost nearly 3 billion birds in North America alone since 1970. These grants and partnerships play a crucial role in addressing bird declines across the Western Hemisphere by working to protect and positively impact millions of acres of diverse habitats where birds winter in the South, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to go through here and just read some of the highlights. So here's some of the things that they're going to be doing with the funds. Implementing golden-cheeked warbler conservation plan in Chiapas 6 in Mexico, VI. Chiapas VI, I don't even know what that is. Maybe it doesn't exist. I mean, they're just making shit up because it'd be too boring to look into for anybody else. But uh, here's the next one. Strengthening shorebird conservation in Parita Bay, Panama protecting and restoring the Ecuadorian Choco in Ecuador. Good stuff. Some birds getting some much needed money. They've been too poor for too long, as we all know. Um, speaking of money being sent, the Pentagon has now announced that they sent an extra $6.2 billion to Ukraine due to an accounting error. So that's a little mistake. A little bit of a mistake by the Pentagon. they are no strangers to that. Now we are the number one Hunter Biden tracking podcast, and I think I'll probably go ahead and wrap up the episode with this. We'll keep it short for the solo. Um, Hunter Biden has uh, been found, I suppose, well, he entered a plea deal on, on some recent fiascos he was involved with, which includes two tax misdemeanors and a felony gun charge for which he will receive probation and no jail. So, that's really you know ultimately that's good for the show because if if hunter biden's going to jail it'll be very easy to track and then we're kind of out of job there so you would just simply say where's hunter biden be the same place he was yesterday you know the same place he's gonna be tomorrow now he's out he's free he's able to uh, paint his paintings and uh use them for money laundering and and get into all sorts of sorts of fun stuff that we get to cover here on the news so on that note i will leave you keep two hands on the wheel